Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, March 10th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we sat down last night for a virtual event with White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain. We'll break down his thinking on COVID relief, immigration, and a lot more. Number two, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer went after Republican Senator Susan Collins last night. And number three, something to put on your radar. Senate Democrats are going after Republican groups who are trying to stack the federal judiciary. All right, Jake, let's talk about Ron Klain last night. We sat down with him for about 20 minutes in a virtual event. And it was a pretty wide-ranging discussion from COVID relief to immigration to infrastructure. What stood out to you? Yeah, a bunch of things stood out to me. So let's take this piece by piece. Uh, Shalonda Young, we've talked about her a lot on this, on the podcast. She is the um, the nominee to be number two of the Office of Management and Budget. Office of Management and Budget is huge. It controls all federal spending. Uh, and especially when the government is spending like trillions of dollars more than it usually spends, this is a big deal. So uh, the the Democratic leadership in the House wants her to be the OMB director because Neera Tandon flamed out. Now, uh, the White House doesn't really seem that interested in making her OMB director. They want her to stay as number two. But Klain told us last night she's definitely, quiz a quote, definitely under consideration for the top posts. So that's a big deal. Um, uh, we talked to him about immigration, and he, he basically said about these detention facilities on the southern border um, that, you know, give him give them time to get it right is basically what they, they said. What stuck out to you? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I think the Shalanda Young thing was interesting just because we've I don't know that I've ever seen uh, House Democratic leadership in unison come out in support of somebody for a position when they haven't even been nominated for it. Uh, I agree on immigration. It seemed as though a little bit of a punt to me that, you know, they're trying to work through obviously a very difficult situation. And then we tried to press him on infrastructure, right? The White House and and Klain was very careful to say he doesn't want to get ahead of the president. Um, But everybody else knows and and believes infrastructure is going to be the next big thing. And also, Anna, just on that point, you know, he um, uh, they he described what he thought infrastructure should look like. I mean, it was actually relatively, you know, it was sneakily newsy because he kind of said, we're not going to talk about infrastructure. And then he said, you know, that we we need to get ready to beat China and we need to put thousands, hundreds of thousands of electric charging stations around the country. Now, like as somebody who owns an electric car, I'm all for that. So, um, well, I'm glad that you're for it. Jake. Yeah. Jake's so, for it, you know, it's probably going to this pass. actually checks the box of things that help Jake. So if th- <laughs> all that's right, always- the other thing and, and then we'll move on. But I do think was interesting was he also refused to entertain anything short of a $15 minimum wage. Yeah, I thought so that was that interesting. that is something that we're going to watch really closely because that's not necessarily where Democrats are, particularly those that want to get a deal with Republicans. And, you know, it's something that is, I think, going to kind of rear its head throughout this Congress until uh, potentially they they try to do something. All right. Let me just add Let me just add one thing on that. They'd get a deal on $11, I think. Like, that's an easy win for them. Maybe they fall back on that eventually, but I think they'd get a deal on an $11 minimum wage with Republican support. All right, the number two story, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer went after Republican Senator Susan Collins last night on CNN. You know, there's not a lot of love lost there, obviously, but it is surprising to me. You don't usually 
while taking a victory lap on the biggest legislative achievement in his very short tenure as majority leader, thwack somebody from the other party. Yeah, why not, right? I mean, I think uh, <laughs> Chuck, Chuck Schumer is not a big fan. And listen, what he said here is not incorrect. What he said was that, um, you know, in, in 2009, they worked to try to get Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski to support the inf- the uh, American Recovery Act, the stimulus bill, and um, they didn't support it. And they believed that it was watered down. It was... Um, it was too late. It wasn't big enough because they tried to get Republicans that he's basically saying they don't want to make the same mistake here. But listen, they got to get Susan Collins on board for some stuff or else this Congress is not going to be all too successful. All right. The number three story. I thought this was a super interesting item that we have this morning in Punchbowl News AM, which is a look at Sheldon Whitehouse, somebody we haven't talked a lot about here, um, but how he is going after and using basically the gavel to make a public statement about Republican outside groups that spend tens of millions of dollars to try to get you know, specific judges on the federal bench, including the Supreme Court. Yeah, this is another chapter in uh, Sheldon Whitehouse versus the Federalist Society. <laughs> He's basically saying they're a campaign operation and they are spending money like a like a political campaign and and working with um, uh, other groups to to get candidates on on the federal bench. It's interesting. I mean, you know, the Federalist Society was a big player in the Trump administration. They obviously pushed. Every single one of, of of Donald Trump's Supreme Court candidates. Not that there's anything wrong with that. They are allowed to do that. What 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 White House is saying is that there's a campaign operation that pushes all cases, candidates, the whole deal here. And he wants some transparency there. And and by the way, like there is some bipartisanship, broadly speaking. He's you know, judges, federal judges are not required to disclose or do not have to disclose, frankly, uh, trips and all sorts of gifts that they get uh, while on the bench. And Lindsey Graham and Sheldon Whitehouse, who actually are friends and have a good working relationship, um, have long wanted to change that. But, you know, Anna, as you could talk about here, this is going after like this is like going after the jewel on the on the left on the right, rather. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's to me what is going to be very interesting to watch is just how does the right respond? This has been a really key issue for Republicans over the last several years, particularly for Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. And, you know, I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how the Federalist Society responds to it. Obviously, they, I'm sure, take exception to how White House uh, sees them and views them. But it's going to be something that even if Sheldon Whitehouse doesn't have subpoena power, Democrats in the House do. And so we're going to start to see maybe some potential working across the chambers on this Im- issue in particular. All right. With that, thank you so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.